This is a War Machine Rhino. What's up? This is TJP. This is the Swingman Johnny Swinger. This is Father James Mitchell. And you're listening to Total Nonstop Analysis. Total Nonstop Analysis. Total Nonstop Analysis. Total Nonstop Analysis, Daddy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Total Nonstop Analysis. I am your host, as always, Carmen Michael, and we are going on a spiritual journey through the history of Total Nonstop Action. Joining me, as always, are my best friends and former virgins to TNA, KP and Davis. How the fuck are y'all? Are you just gonna make the same joke every single show? It's it's not a it's, of TNA? it's not a joke if it's the opening. Are you sure about that? Yeah, sure it's the it's, opening. It's called an intro. Well, I for one am doing okay. Tired of these fuckers shooting fireworks. It's not even July yet. I guess we're shooting it for the last few days of Pride. Oh, you got to No, you got to practice. Those are the practice fireworks. Yeah, practice well, my, my, perfect. My door is not your target. You got to make sure that the the fireworks work. Yeah, I agree. I'm 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 doing wonderful. Uh, just got off work. Uh, I have a big, uh, not big, but I have a beach vacation coming up with the family. I'm looking forward to because I need a break and I need just a week to relax. And so it's gonna be great. Sounds very relaxing. It does sound very relaxing. I may have to just sneak away and drive down there too. Because that sounds delightful. Well, it's been a very hectic week, of course, but we're here. We are here, and today we were discussing Impact from August 28th, 2005. And this Friday, we got another featured Friday coming up. This week's episode will be AJ Styles' The Asylum Years. So, fun week we have planned here for you. We apologize for the delay in receiving this episode, but we hope you will enjoy. The episode kicks off with Mike Tanay welcoming us to the show and gives us a rundown of tonight's matches, including two Candido Cup first-round matches, plus a non-title match between Raven and Bobby Roode. We then get right into action as Sean Waltman and Alex Shelley take on friend of the podcast, Shark Boy, and the Monster Abyss, along with Father James Mitchell. This is one of those Candido Cup first round matches, and boy may I say, these might be my two favorite teams in the entire tournament. I wonder why. I was actually surprised, and maybe I missed it, you know, with my memory, but they actually called him six spot tonight. But it's always good seeing Sharp Boy, especially along with my other favorite, Abyss, so I can't complain here. Huge fan Dude. of Sean Waltman and Alex Shelley as well. Oh, yeah. Definitely not complaining about that about that tag. That's a, that's a fucking dream tag team right there. That's a to hell and back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shark Boy and Alex Shelley kick things off. Shark Boy hits a face buster and then bites Alex Shelley on his behind. Waltman is tagged in and throws Shark Boy up in the air where he lands directly in his face. Waltman hits a leg drop 
Waltman then nails a Bronco Buster on a fallen Sharp Boy. Abyss comes in and attempts a double choke slam onto Sean Waltman and Alex Shelley. But instead, he nails a double clothesline. He throws Waltman to the outside and then nails the shock treatment on Alex Shelley. Sharp Boy, giving his approval, gives a thumbs up to the monster Abyss. But Abyss is uh, not the team player as he hits Sharp Boy with a black hole slam. Alex Shelley then enters the ring and hits his shell shock finisher to pick up the win for his team. And Sean Waltman and Alex Shelley advance to the next round. What is up with these teams? There's, I know they're put together randomly, but there's just no cohesiveness here. They should have they should have done vignettes where they send all of them to team building exercises. You see Sharp Boy and Abyss trying to put together some furniture, doing some trust falls. That would that would be wonderful. Uh I would I would love that. I'm glad you said team building exercises and not, you know, therapy like other companies have done. <laughs> yeah, I mean this was this was actually, you know, a pretty fun match despite the the the, the turn at the end cuz it's like I don't know, this is twice now that we've had this. But I don't know if you noticed, Carmen. You probably did, knowing you. But, you know, somebody had an Abyss and Sharp Boy figure in the crowd. Oh, I always do. And I was like, yeah, I always Carmen noticed wants- the figgies. I was like, oh, but Carmen wants these. I do. So bad. I do. <laughs> What's up with people uh, bringing the figures to the shows? Was that like a big Sega TNA? Or like, because like, I don't see it I, like nowadays. I that- think. What it is, is either A, they had just come out and people were excited, or B, they had just come out and Impact was like, hey, y'all hold these so we can sell more. (laughs) It's it's one of the two. You like, uh, you you get there, they show your seat, and they're like, oh, by the way, here's the figure that you're going to be holding up. I think growing up, the only two TNA figures I had were Shark Boy and Matt Morgan, which is random, I know. But now I got a few up here on the shelf behind me. I got AJ Styles, Samoa Joe. I got a couple of different stings. Yeah. yeah I'm growing yeah, the collection. Ahead. I need a Monty uh, Brown and I need an Abyss. That's what I need. Yeah, just a couple. Just, you know, just a real, real simple, modest collection. Yeah, it's it's very meek. It's no Johnny Pipes collection, I'll tell you that. Oh, does Johnny Pipes uh, ha- have a have a big collection? He he dabbles. He dabbles. He, he dabbles. Okay, I, I'll have to talk to him about that dabbling in the collection next time I see him. <laughs> we then go to our next match as Simon Diamond and David Young take on Mikey Bats and Jarrell Clark. Clark and Young start off the match. Clark with some stiff right forearm shots and nails a springboard Hurricane Rana. Mikey Bats is tagged in and Young goes to tag out, but Simon Diamond just slaps him. On commentary, they note that Diamond must have slapped him to help get David Young focused. Simon Diamond and David Young take Mikey Bats down with a double back elbow. At the end of the match, Young and Clark are tagged in. 
Clark quickly takes down both opponents. Clark with a Hurricane Rana onto David Young. He goes for one on Diamond, but Diamond throws him off and Young nails a clothesline and hits a spinebuster to get the pinfall victory. This Simon Diamond may be onto something here, guys. David Young's on a bit of a winning streak. That was a hell of a spinebuster he did. Probably the most impressive thing in the match. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I was about to say that too. Definitely the most impressive thing in the match. <laughs> you know, if if I were to give it a grade, I would give it a double A. Oh, I see Thank what you, you did there. Thank you. I'll be here all night. Yeah, yeah I was I, I was kind of zoning out during this match, but then once he hit that spine buster, it, it brought me back. Brought you back right at the end? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm, you I'm, men are I'm, all I'm the same. For, you just care about the finish. I'm a sucker for a good spine buster, though. Like, I mean, the, the the finish to the match is the most important part, right? Yeah, it's it's the big climax, you know. Uh, I mean, you want a good you want a good finish. You, know, you don't want just a roll up. Exactly. You don't want one of those sad, pathetic, quick endings. How many six shows are we gonna make out of this? We're right talking here. about wrestling matches. Yeah, we're we're talking about wrestling matches. Look, I like watching oh, full. Shit. I like watching full matches. Okay, I'm not here for a quickie. What I want to see are two, maybe more people, just sweaty, and just watching them all have a great finish. That's that's my main objective. Well, lucky for you, in the next segment, in our next segment, Shane Douglas is backstage with Larry Zabisco. He asks Larry what he has planned for the tag team division. Larry says he's inherited a mess from the prior administration and talks about Spike TV and how the movement is going to sweep the entire land. Larry notes that there will be a four-team tag team match at Unbreakable for the tag team titles. It will be the Naturals defending their tag team championships against America's Most Wanted, Team Canada, and the winning team from the Candido Cup. And it will be elimination style. Christopher Daniels then comes in and talks about being the most important part of Unbreakable. And he asks how he is supposed to be at his best when he always has to look over his shoulder for AJ Styles. Daniels asks him how he's going to keep Styles away from him at Unbreakable. And Larry says that he can't control him and says, if you can't keep them out, you might as well let them in and see what happens. And the match at Unbreakable is now official and it will be a triple threat with Christopher Daniels, AJ Styles and Samoa Joe for the TNA X Division Championship. Patrick said about that, you got a bunch more dudes all in the match together. Um, I'm all for a good threesome, you know. And we got it. We got a, a federal four way of eight guys. I mean, it's just it's an orgy right there. I mean, what? Well, what the hell are you talking about? It's a tag taking team. a little far. We're talking about wrestling here. Yeah, that's what I said. Tag but, a federal four way tag match. Hey, you know, Jeff, uh, not Jeff, uh, Christopher Daniels was saying that you know he was the best part, and that you know for their, for their upcoming spot TV thing you know they kind of need him he needs to uh 
uh, he needs to talk to Jeff Jarrett because Jeff Jarrett was telling me last episode that he was the best part and the reason why they're getting Spike TV deals. So I don't know who to believe. After this, we get Elix Skipper along with Simon Diamond taking on Apollo with Sonny Siaki. Not too much to talk about here. This match uh, wasn't too much my cup of tea, but Skipper hits a top rope moonsault for a near fall. He then goes up top to attempt a leg drop, but Apollo moves. Apollo hits a super kick and then gets him into position with a fireman's carry into a cutter. Apollo gets the pinfall. So it looks like a... The Simon Diamond method here is working for David Young, but not quite so much for primetime Elix Skipper. Yeah, you ever, like, with this match, you ever just had a match, but, like, there's nothing wrong with it. It was a pretty good match. It's just, it doesn't mean anything. Like, it's just like, I mean, it was, it was not bad, but like you said, I mean, it's working for, working for, uh, David Young, but not working for Skipper, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm with y'all. It's there wasn't really nothing wrong with the match. It just just kind of one you didn't really care for. Y'all pretty much set up. <laughs> just not my thing. Whatever. Just keep moving. Backstage, Shane Douglas is with Kip James and Petey Williams. James talks about the unique situation with the Candido Cup tournament and how they put together a veteran with a young star for each team. He says a veteran doesn't mean he's old. It means he is really good. And with his experience in Petey's Canadian Destroyer, it just does not get any better than that. Monty Brown comes in and says, Until now, he talks to Kip about telling him that BG could not be trusted He says it's now time to do things the alpha male way, which, as we established, clearly he's about to start a men's fashion YouTube channel. That's what's happening here, right? Yeah, yeah, that's not the alpha. Yeah, that's the alpha male way, correct? Monty's going to be like, women will not fuck you unless you are an asshole and pop your collar. Yeah, Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure that's that's what he's hitting at. If she doesn't answer your first 17 messages, keep responding. Hey, it'll keep responding. Hey, yeah. Women love Uh, persistence. I don't understand. We probably have like weekly Wednesday, you know, workout sessions, all about bro and bro and bro and you know shit like that. If you don't say bro when you're working out, are you really working out? I don't think so. Yeah, I didn't think so either. I think you have to. You also have to wear a body shop t-shirt. Yes. Make sure to pick, you have pick, to. pick one I've, up. I've actually got my body shop t-shirt ready for my gym session tomorrow. That's, I mean, you, you, you're not really going to the gym if you're not wearing a body hey, shop. Hey, look, all I'm saying is you look at the cold hard facts. Before I had a body shop t-shirt, you know how many hot moms I had? Zero. Now that I have a body shop t-shirt, Guess how many hot moms I have? Two. I mean, one. One. Oh, yeah. The numbers for- don't lie. Pick up your body shop t shirt now. Body shop t shirt. You Not have- only will it make you lift better, it'll make you a better lover. 
I believe for anyone that's for this, if you would like a body shop shirt, you need to message Johnny Pipes either on probably on Don't, don't what, bother Johnny. Just go to his store frontier. Storefrontier.com slash Johnny Pipes. Ah, okay. I was told you had a message. I was told you had a message for the shirt, but okay. No, they got you were told wrong. Well, damn, so hostile. <laughs> Fine, I'll just leave. Fine, fuck you. I will say something though about this this segment. Well, actually, finish the segment. Then I'll I was say. about to say, can I finish the segment first? <laughs> you good? The alpha male says that they are going to be hunting, and Jeff Jarrett enters the room and says, "You don't get it, do you, Monty?" Well, actually, he says, you don't get it, do you, Monty Brown? He says, they are the ones being hunted by TNA management. And if they don't all stick together, everybody who built this company from the ground up will be replaced. William says he talked to the coach and all of Team Canada is with him. He turns to Kip James and James says that he is with him. Then turns to Monty Brown, and Brown says he has never trusted Jarrett from the beginning. He says they had an agreement, and Jarrett blew that agreement. Says he had one chance, and he blew it. Monty says he is serving notice to everyone here or coming in that he will be getting what's coming to him, and he will be the NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Fuck, I love Monty. Yep. Such a good promo. I will say the uh, the biggest thing I noticed about this promo was how tiny Petey Williams is compared to everyone else. Like nothing against him at all, nothing against Shortfield at all, but it was just like he's like barely up to their waist, and like everybody's gigantic. He's like little cute little Petey Williams just walking around. What do you have against tiny Peters? I like Peters of all sizes. <laughs> Speaking of little Peters. We have our next first round matchup in the Chris Candido Memorial Tag Team Tournament as Kip James and Petey Williams take on Conan and Lance Hoyt. Conan and Williams kick off the match. As always, Conan's just a fucking beast. Absolutely love him. Quick arm drag, arm bar. Williams reverses it. Conan with a snapmare. Petey pops right back up. Conan throws his shoe at Petey, quite possibly the most devastating move in his entire arsenal. He then nails James with a shoe and goes to fight James, but Petey comes up from behind and chop blocks him. Both men work over Conan. The hot tag is made to Lance Hoyt and to Kip James. Hoyt lays him out with a series of clotheslines and a side slam. Hoyt grabs Petey by the neck, but Williams kicks him in the knee. Petey looks to go for the Canadian Destroyer, but eh, not quite. Doesn't quite get it. Hoyt then picks up Petey and powerbombs him. Kip turns Hoyt around, and James comes off the ropes, but Conan grabs him to distract him. James turns around, and Hoyt nails a big boot. To pick up the pinfall victory. This team of Lance Hoyt and Conan. Whew. I knew they were going to be a force to be reckoned with, but damn. Yeah, it's not a team I would fuck with. They, both of these guys just fucking destroyed both of them. And it was, it was really fun, really solid match. I enjoyed it. Trying to see where they go from here. And I'm, what I really want to know is I want to know who wins this. I want to know who gets that, that title opportunity coming down the line. Because, like, 
I can see it going several different ways. Well, we'll find out very soon. KP, who do you want to win this tournament? While KP's thinking, I'm going to put my two cents in and say Hoyt and uh, Conan. Probably uh, Shelly and and Waltman. I think that's my choice, too. It would have been Sharp Boy and Abyss, but, well, you know. Abyss fucked that one up. Whoops. <laughs> Can't have nice things, can we? Can't wait. Can't wait for Father James Mitchell's promo next week where he's just going on and on about the sharks in the water. I just hope that uh, he watched CNN that week. I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I look forward to most. I'm going to start looking up like this week in history (laughs) just to see what he's referencing each and every week. I guarantee it'll match up. I guarantee, yeah. We then go backstage, and Shane Douglas is standing by with America's Most Wanted. Chris Harris talks about getting their title match, which they've wanted for months, and they get a chance to beat the hell out of the Naturals, something they've wanted to do for months as well. He says they walk in the most dominating tag team, walk out the champs. James Storm said... They became the most dominant tag team in wrestling by beating people like the Naturals up. He says they're great wrestlers, but they're even better fighters. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure that they got they got the best chance out of anybody. We will find out at Unbreakable. Ooh. We then go we then go right backstage again with Shane Douglas. He's with Larry Zabisco, and Larry is looking for Jeff Hardy as they walk around backstage in what may be the strangest segment of the night. Hardy then comes into frame hanging upside down from the rafters. Hardy says, you wanted me back, you got me back. (laughs) And then immediately he goes out of the frame. Larry tries to talk him to come down, but Hardy is gone. What the fuck was the segment? <laughs> KP, you're the resident Jeff Hardy super fan here. So on behalf of everyone else, what the fuck? Even I was like, what the fuck? Has <laughs> he, he got a new back gimmick we didn't know about where he's just like hanging upside down for no reason? I really hope so. I don't remember it whatsoever, but I really hope that's where we're going. I'm here for a Jeff Hardy Batman gimmick, if that's what we're doing. I don't we didn't say Batman. Though. We said Bat gimmick. Oh, a bat about gimmick. Batman. I don't bat. know about Bat gimmick, though. Batman gimmick, I'd be down for Bat we gimmick. Have, we could have Matt Hardy and Bat Hardy. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see Jeff going every uh, every week on Impact, grabbing up random talent, but where's Harvey? Well, I mean, I know we've not gotten to this, but spoilers. This probably would have worked well when Sting goes crazy later on. <laughs> Jeff Hardy just goes around grabbing random people, walking around with papers backstage. He's like, "Where are they? Where are they?" There's like, bruh, what do you, dude? I'm just an intern. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know anything about organized crime. I'm just trying to, 
I'm just trying to go get some coffee. <laughs> I think it's a good gimmick. KP, how would you book Batman Jeff Hardy? Oh, one hundred percent. I would uh, put. I, I would do Batman uh, Hardy versus Raven for sure. I feel like uh, uh, they could have a nice Batman Joker uh, a thing going on for sure. It always comes down to those two with you. It could be. It could be. Uh, well, well, or maybe I maybe I might bring in. Uh, maybe I might uh, bring in a Joker Sting early and have Batman Hardy and Joker Sting. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> but speaking of your old buddy Raven, our main event Raven takes on Bobby Roode along with Petey Williams in a non-title match. Raven lays the title belt down in the middle of the ring and issues a challenge to Rude. They exchange hands. Rude hits a low blow as Petey Williams distracts the ref from the outside. Rude then just nails Raven. <laughs> that sounded dirty. Rude then pounds Raven's face on the mat. <laughs> oh my. Does that sound better? Does that sound better? Davis. You are just, just you are resident little, queer folk. Does that sound better? Uh, that was just you know a little a little, a little, a little more queer actually, but you know we'll we'll take we'll take it we'll take it. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll get it better. <laughs> Rude. Wait, so Raven ha- have has intercourse with Rude. I mean, what? <sighs> Rude pounds away on the face of Raven. And rakes at his eyes. Rude throws Raven headfirst into the top turnbuckle. Raven is in the corner, and Rude distracts the ref as Petey chokes our champion. Raven rolls to the outside, and Petey throws him face first into the steps. Petey then throws him back in the ring for a near fall. Later in the match, Raven, with his patented clothesline, After whipping Rude chest-first into the turnbuckle, Raven with a high knee and a running bulldog for a near fall, and then trying to return the favor later in the match, Rude goes for a running clothesline on Raven. Raven, though, moves out of the way, and Rude clocks the referee. Raven hits a drop toe hold and locks on his ankle lock, Petey comes to the ring and hits Raven with a hockey stick to the chest. Petey then hits a Canadian Destroyer, but Cassidy Riley, Raven superfan, runs in to make the save. Rude locks on a one-legged Boston Crab, but Raven kicks Rude off of him and into the ropes, hits his Raven Effect DDT, and makes the cover for the pinfall victory. But alas, the man-beast Rhino runs out after the match. Raven takes advantage, hits a bulldog. Abyss then comes out and attacks Raven. Rhino and Abyss both double-team Raven until the lights go out and come back on. And Raven's new buddy, Sabu, is standing in the middle of the ring with a chair. He throws that chair at Abyss and then at Rhino springboards off the chair, hits a clothesline onto Abyss, sending him out of the ring, then gives Rhino a dropkick, sending him out of the ring. James Mitchell holds back Abyss, and Rhino 
watches on. And that's how we close our show. What are your initial thoughts on this episode of Impacts? It's a solid show, in my opinion. Couple, uh, a lot, a lot of good stuff. Maybe one match I didn't really care for, but you know, s- s- solid nonetheless. Really enjoying the Candido uh, tag team. Uh, is it a tag team cup? I think, right? Am I saying tag- that right? It's the Candido Memorial Cup Tag Team yeah. Tournament. Okay, the Candido Memorial Tag Team Cup. You get it. You get it. <laughs> I'm enjoying that. I really like the teams. Love Shelly and Waltman as a team. Uh, was rooting for Abyss and Shark Boy, but, you know, Abyss fucked that up. So we'll just move on and be fans of Waltman and uh, Shelly. I don't, I don't know. This... This kind of just felt like another episode of Impact to me. Like, I mean, I'm loving the Candido Candido Cup. It's really fun, but just everything else is just like I don't care for some reason. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm still I'm still enjoying TNA and stuff like that. It's just I don't know. Maybe maybe once Spike TV hits and it'll get some juices flowing again, it'll be more fun. But right now, I'm just. <sighs> I'm right there with you. It it was an episode. <laughs> it happened. It it exists. And it is on Impact Plus. And you can watch it. Yes, it it was an episode. For eight dollars. <laughs> but with that, it is time to dive deep into our mailbag where we answer your questions each and every week. As always, if you have a question for us, you can tweet us at TN Analysis, and we will answer your question right here on the pod. KP, I believe you have this week's question. Yes. Jason Coleman asks, if you could book a fatal four-way between uh, using two TNA talent and two New South talent, who would it be and why? Hmm. Oh, this is tough. Monty Brown, Abyss, Derek Neal, and oh, do I want to go with a Haas or do I want to go with someone smaller? Ooh, we could do four Hosses. Logan Creed. I was just about to say about that right there. That would woof. I'd pay double money to see that fucking match. Yeah, that's that's it right there. Top that motherfucker. I would want like say Petey Williams and Elix Skipper. No, no, no. Sorry, I'm afraid of that. Let's go Petey Williams and Christopher Daniels against like Donnie Janella and maybe Kevin Ryan. That sounds fun. Oh my god. Ooh. Oh, can I do an X Division version too? Give me AJ, PD, Kevin Ryan, Hunter Drake. Shit. That'd be something. What about you, KP? Your dream fatal four way? To be Kevin Ryan, Jeff Hardy, uh, Raven. Monty. 
Damn it. See, now I have to... Ah, oh, god damn it. I have to choose between Monty Brown or Raven. Make it a Final Five way. Put them both in there. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, fuck it. Uh, Raven and... Uh, you know, we'll, we're just going to keep the uh, a cool... Ex- uh, let's see here. It's to Raven and... Uh, may I make a suggestion? Dude, Donnie Jella. What? I was going to say, if you're going to have Raven in there, the evil cult leader, you got to put in Sean Christopher. Right. I, that's what I was thinking, too, but I also can't leave out my boy Donnie and other people. <laughs> well, there's a lot of people you left out, you douchebag. <laughs> I know. There's a big roster. I was, I was sitting here thinking of, like, Tag matches, not thinking something like Talladega Knights versus AMW or Team Canada versus the Wasted Generation. Oh, or shit. put them all, or put a four of them in a, in a, in a, in a fatal four way tag match. Oh, shit. could you imagine three live crew versus the body shop? Just the promos alone from old Grease Monkey. <laughs> My God. Right. Ever, ever since we saw it, just Give me heel should be against TNA's best I'll, in a promo battle. I'll do that. I'll take that all day. Well, how about we have the candy so, shop against the naturals? I'm down for it all. Yeah. I'm just down yeah. for everyone from TNA right? to come to New South. Right. Let's make it happen. I think we what? might just do that. Yeah, because you know that's our power now. Well, we can just make dream matches. Happen. We can do what we want. If we can uh, bring Monty Brown out of retirement, hopefully, then we can do anything. Absolutely. You're just already talking like it's already happened. Like it's a, it's a done deal. It's going to happen. Oh, guys. it's it's going to. Have you never heard of manifesting shit to the universe? Exactly. You got to speak it into the universe. Monty Brown, come to New South. Yeah, we got was, catering. Exactly, catering, and I, I, I'm super excited to see uh, Monty Brown and Brett Austin in next year's uh, Haas tournament for sure. It's been, it's been a great Tweet it. matchup. Tweet it right now. <laughs> Manifest it. Do it, Monty for Haas. Do it. I'm watching you. Like literally, do it. I'm watching. Pick that phone up, boy. Pick that right. fucking phone no, up. No, right now. In the, in, the, in the podcast, tweet it. And while KP finishes up that tweet and hopefully gets Monty Brown here, why don't we go to our final verdict? Because we've left these people waiting for so long. Was the August 28th, 2005 episode of Impact Wrestling the second week of the Candido Cup, TN Amazing, TNA, TN, TN Acceptable, or TN Awful. Davis, let's start with you, buddy. This 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 just barely makes TN Acceptable. Like the, the Candido Cup is what's keeping this going. And there, was, there wasn't nothing just offensive on this show, or it would have been a TN awful. 
but I don't. It's just it's, it's TN acceptable. It's don't. I mean, there's nothing. I mean, go anyway to watch the Cadito Cup because it's, it's it's fun as hell. But other than that, there's no reason to go back and watch this impact. KP, do you echo these sentiments? Yeah, I believe it. I'll also give it a a, a TN. Eh. Same reasons as Davis. You know, it was. It was. Uh, I don't know the, the the matches. Some of the matches were, were pretty solid. There was one that was just kind of uh, didn't really care for. But I mean, overall, it was basically as y'all put it. It was basically just uh, just another show on Impact. It really wasn't one worth really doing much about. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Could not care less about this episode. <laughs> it it wasn't terrible by any means. It just it left me feeling unsatisfied, so I will give it I have to be a... satisfied by my wrestling. I will give it a TN acceptable as well. But thank you all so much for tuning in. As always, you can find us online on Twitter at TN Analysis. You can find all of us at our Twitter handles in the description below. Make sure you come out to a New South Wrestling show soon because we have quite the lineup coming up. We have on July 11th our top shelf show in Huntsville, Alabama at Furniture Factory Barn Grill. July 17th we have AEW's 10 from the Dark Order joining us the following week, we've got Danhausen back in the house. I'm so stoked. I'm more stoked. I'm and, the most stoked. And the week after that, we will take over Toyota Field in Huntsville, Alabama for the Rocket City Trash Pandas baseball game pre-show. And I am so stoked. As y'all know, I do work for the Rocket City Trash Pandas, and I do believe our lowest attended show so far has been about 4,700 people. So it's going to be a lot of eyes on New South on July 29th. I do believe that pre-show is going to kick off a little after 5 p.m., so please get there early. We will be there after our show during the baseball game, come up, get some autographs. I'm sure we'll have an exclusive 8x10 that we can sign for you. Get your photos taken. It is going to be a very fun night. But thank you all so much for tuning in. Keep in mind, this Friday we have another episode of Featured Friday where we will take a look back at AJ Styles' The Asylum Years. So on behalf of myself... This has been Total Nonstop Analysis.